In Florida Ag and Review for the week of April 4th, we checked in with a research farm at the Sunbelt Ag Expo. While well, producers prepare for their field crop season, so does the Ag Research Farm at the Sunbelt Ag Expo, where Executive Director Chip Blaylock says they have experienced a unique growing season so far, as they were pretty dry up until last week when they received three inches of rain in one day. We feel like the corn has weathered that storm, so to speak, um, and is going to be okay. It's really perfect for cotton and peanuts, getting the the um, ground saturated and moist where it can be worked up and ready for spring planting. Blaylock expects all the crops to be right on target and ready to showcase during their field day coming up on Thursday, July 7th. Field day is a great time to come see the crops in the growing stages to get a sneak preview of what you can come back and see in October. And of course, that's when producers can attend the 34th annual Sunbelt Ag Expo on the 18th through the 20th, where visitors can tour the research farm as well as 1,200 commercial exhibits and capitalize on educational opportunities from university and college research specialists. We also continued our weekly reviews of this year's legislative session. Well, as we find ourselves midway through this 2011 legislative session, we check in with the progress with House Ag Policy Chair Steve Crisofoli. We're coming to the end of our subcommittee meetings, um, and we'll be starting to spend a little bit more time on the budget as well as on the House floor, you know, working on policy that has been coming through the process over the past month. And thanks to the veto override of the General Ag Bill, Christopher says they can now focus more on other top issues at hand, such as the fertilizer bill, immigration, and of course, that budget. And that's going to be one of the biggest issues we have. I mean, we have a $3.9 billion shortfall. And the chairman says, unfortunately, programs have already taken heavy hits. And I can tell you over the last three years, we've taken over over a third of our budget away, which is you know pretty significant. Stay tuned and log on to southeastagnet.com as we continue to keep you apprised of all the ag-related news coming out of Tallahassee. And staying on the legislative side of things, Randall Wiseman had this. Well, a bipartisan group of representatives has filed legislation to permanently repeal the estate tax or death tax, as some know it. Kevin Brady of Texas, Devin Nunes of California, Kristen Noem of South Dakota, Dan Bourne of Oklahoma, and Mike Ross of Arkansas are behind this effort. Ross notes the current exemption will expire in less than two years, which results in uncertainty for families and makes it difficult to do estate planning. You know, a lot of these folks, they're worth a lot of money on paper, but in terms of the amount of money they actually have in cash in their checkbook, it doesn't come anywhere near what it would take to pay the, the estate taxes when they die. Therefore, they're forced to sell either a small business or a family farm. While the current $5 million exemption was welcomed by those in the ag industry late last year, farm groups like the National Cattlemen's Beef Association and American Farm Bureau Federation support the full and permanent repeal of the death tax. But as for chances of getting this legislation approved and moved to the president's desk, many know it won't be easy. And we'll wrap up for this week with a very techno-savvy Everett Greiner. Even agriculture is becoming more and more dependent on the world of computers. Ten years ago, fewer than 10% of American farmers had computers. Today, it's more like 60%. And if computers are not used in their day-to-day operation, there's one in the home for other uses. Computer-controlled irrigation, computer-driven tractors, fertilizer, and insecticide application. The list just keeps growing. I've seen two reports recently that suggested that the world is becoming too dependent on computers. Agriculture may be the last industry to become dependent on them, but it will. All right, well, they have the same economic impact on farming that they've had on other occupations. I just read how many thousands of American jobs have gone to foreign countries. You count them all now, business, manufacturing, science, all of them. Computers have eliminated more jobs than all of these put together. 
And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.